moment to moment, if we keep asking the question, the answer is, is very clear. Welcome to the Well Woman Show, where motivated women achieve fulfillment and well-being. You're listening to the Well Woman Show. You're listening to the Well Woman Show. Just, you're going to be in for a good ride. I'm a woman. I would prefer to, to tell my own story. My story, though it's very personal, is universal. You're listening to the Well Woman Show. And now your host, Giovanna Rossi. Hi, Giovanna Rossi here, and welcome to another episode of the Well Woman Show, where I interview women leaders, executives, and entrepreneurs about their lives and their road to becoming and being who they are today. Are you at the top of your game professionally, but feeling burned out or finding it hard to focus on your goals or unfulfilled personally? Or are you in transition, simply juggling so many things you find it hard to take care of your own needs? Well, you're not alone. We all need to activate the four universal superpowers. These are the internal strengths and abilities we all already have, but don't use all the time. Superpowers can be cultivated and they include awareness, intuition, action, and acceptance. Toward the end of the show, in a segment called Superpowers for Success, I ask my guest about her superpowers and the answers will give you the strength, perspective, and power to live a well woman life. I'm so happy you're here, so thanks for tuning in. Hello, hello, well women, and happy International Women's Day if you're listening to this as it publishes. Um, This week, we're going to be celebrating International Women's Day a little later in the week, and of course, all month long in March is International or Women's History Month. So we're going to celebrate with a focus on how mindfulness can strengthen our sense of self and help us claim our space in the world. I interview Zore Afsarsadeh, owner of High Desert Yoga, whose upbringing in Iran started her on a path of Sufism, meditation, and spirituality. She opened her own yoga studio 20 years ago, where she continues to teach yoga teacher training programs and lead yoga retreats around the world. So on the show today, we talk about how to stop giving from a place of lack and how to start feeling beauty from within and how to bring harmony to mind, body and spirit. We also talk about balancing service with all of our other responsibilities and roles as women. And Zore shares with us the number one thing she does to fill her own cup, which of course, is a big theme for the Well Woman Show. And um, so it's just a really awesome conversation. And she, uh, my guest talks about how she created her dream life filled with joy, peace, and ease. And Zore is actually my yoga teacher. I uh, take classes with her and I love her very peaceful demeanor. And during class, She says periodically, all is well. And it's just very reassuring, like all is well, no matter what you're doing or where you are. If you can bring that into your body and into your mind and just repeat all is well, it actually, you start feeling like all is well. And it's very, very um, comforting and supportive. And uh, so you can find all the links for today's show um, at wellwomanlife.com slash 155 show. And you can also continue the conversation in the Well Woman Life community group at wellwomanlife.com slash Facebook. 
And I hope you'll join us for Well Woman Drinks this month. It's always the third Wednesday of the month at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can join us in person or online. And to register to get the online link, you just go to wellwomanlife.com slash events. And... Um, Lastly, the Well Woman Show is thankful for support from Natural Awakenings Magazine in New Mexico and High Desert Yoga in Albuquerque. Now to my interview with Zore Afsarsadeh. I'm speaking with Zore Afsarsadeh this morning. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk to you as a leader, as a business owner, as a woman in the community who has really created something here that has brought people together over the years. And Zore, I want to first start by asking you, who are you in the world today? Someone who can serve others. Okay. How do you serve others? I serve uh, others by creating a community. I serve others by welcoming everyone. I practice sisterhood, and I've been able to sustain a business for over 20 years here in Albuquerque. So I feel like that is the service. We help to bring harmony to the body and the mind, and therefore the spirit, to all who walk in through our studio door. And how do you balance service with meeting? your own needs as a, a woman, a wife, a family member, a community leader? I truly believe that one has to be filled inside, energetically, spiritually, physically, emotionally. And it is that action that allows you then to serve others with fullness. So throughout my life, doesn't matter what kind of job I've had, every day I have some amount of time for myself. It could be 15 minutes, it could be one hour, it could be several hours. And that is a time that I do things to fill my own cup, such as my own practice, meditation, yoga, walking, listening to music, reading, spending time with my friends. It will vary day to day, but every day I do something for me that will nourish and nurture me so that I don't feel lack um, as I do my work in the world. So I think that's so important. And it's something that we talk a lot about on the Well Woman Show and in the Well Woman community, which is really taking time for oneself. And I think that over time, over the decades, women have been socialized to be nurturers and care caregiving of others, whether it's children, pets, elders, you know, relatives, we are not, it's, it's almost like it's not acceptable to just look after yourself. Like you always have to be looking after other people and putting other people first. And so even if we logically don't agree with that, it's really difficult to internalize that and, and actually change that practice. Is that something that you help teach? I do. I also, um, I, we do this really a lot because I realize the same thing that exactly what you said, that's just kind 
kind of a mindset that I'm a giver, I'm a, I have to take care of everyone else, and therefore I'm left behind on a back burner for a lifetime. And uh, so one of the things that I really try to emphasize in my classes, in our teacher training, in our retreats, in our workshops, is the fact that we have to separate self-fullness from selfishness. So the practice of taking care of oneself, self-love, self-care, can be part of the practice of self-fullness. You don't that be, you don't do it because you're selfish. You're doing it so that you're energetically full, and therefore you can give with love and care and compassion. Uh, sometimes when we don't, uh, we think, oh, this is selfish that I take 15 minutes a day for myself among all the other responsibilities I have. But then. Our giving comes out of lack, and we feel after a while that we're depleted. And I meet a lot of women who are depleted. They can be young in their 20s, they can be in their 40s, they can be in their 60s. It doesn't matter. Why? Because it's been all about giving, and there is no place for this, what I call selffulness. So, and I also, um, since it has worked for me, I'm a big believer in it. And I feel like that's why I've been able to sustain literally having a business for 20 years. If never become depleted. Every day I'm energized, excited about coming to work. And I also have enough energy to serve my family, be available as a wife, as a sister, as a daughter, like everyone else, having a full life and then having also a job and a work in the world that is satisfying and fulfilling for me. Mm knowing that I am creating something, I have created something that's worthwhile. People come back literally some daily to the studio. So just the fact that it's been sustained for this amount of time, it's a proof that yoga works, meditation works, uh, self-love, self-care works. I love that. And actually, I'm going to tell you that in the Well Woman community, we've reclaimed the word selfish. So it's not a bad word anymore. So we, we, we use the word selfish to say, take time for yourself. So it's not a, you know, it's not in the bad way that we think of selfish, but really it's reclaiming your space, right? Let's take up the space that we need to in the world. Because historically over time, we, we know that women have been valued for two things, how, how we nurture so whether and how we have children and do other nurturing tasks. And the other one is how we look. And so I think a lot of pressure is put on us to be the perfect nurturer, whatever that means, and then look perfect. And of course, many, many of us are, you know, rejecting that intellectually and saying, of course, we, we're, we're up to so much more. But it's hard when you're when it's social when you're socialized that way when the systems and the practices and the thinking it's so ingrained that you really have to undo that. You're absolutely right. So often I feel like we have to go against the grain. We have to go against these mindsets. We're so much more than a pretty woman taking care of others at all times. There's so much more. And to absolutely to claim, I like what you said about claiming our space. I feel like we do need to claim our space and really be counted for who we are. And unless we give that to ourselves, we can't expect others 
to give that to us. A lot of us want to be recognized, but we don't recognize who we truly are. We're so much more evolved. I mean, I hate to go to the gender, but when you literally think about it, the women are so much evolved than men. We can create. That by itself is the proof, truly, and nothing more. I mean, we can do so much. So we are not only equal, truly, we are above equal. We are more than men can ever offer to the world. Just by our nature that we can create. So I believe if we change the mindset for ourselves, then it will change the mindset in our world. I know, in fact, my family, my husband, rised to the occasion, watching me take care of myself and take care of others. But it goes hand to hand. It cannot be just a one-way street that I give and give and give. At some point, one has to, I mean, it's just mathematics. When you completely are giver, 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 pleaser at some point you're going to feel depleted and so I love what you said about we have to we have to create that beauty from within I don't know you didn't say exactly that but that this is sort of what I'm thinking is that we have to as I said before reclaim our space and also really feel that joy and beauty from within ourselves and stop waiting to be validated by other people and stop waiting for permission from other people and really feel that from within and I know that's a lot of what you teach in yoga and in meditation but how does that work for women listening who are like, wait, I want to feel beauty from within. Um, where do I start? Like, sign me up. How, how do we start learning that for ourselves? Um, I think just little baby steps to literally take time to pause, to ask the question, what do I want? What do I need at this moment? Moment to moment, if we keep asking the question, the answer is, is very clear. And so if we just start to uh, go with those answers and get those insights, it starts to bring joy. What do I need at this moment? And maybe it is, oh, a cup of hot tea. And if I honor myself and have that cup of hot tea, then I feel joy and satisfaction. It could be, oh, I just need to sit quietly by myself for 10 minutes right now. If I go with that, then I feel better afterwards. So I feel like it's just about step by step. We talk a lot about self-love, but there are a lot of us, I see that there is no self-love. So how do you do that? Just by to literally finding little ways to give yourself joy and then little moments of bliss come together and they start to expand more. So if you do that, say 10 times a day or say five times a day <laughs> to start with, ask yourself, what do I need? What do I want? And honor that then you start to feel more satisfied with who you are and start to honor yourself more. And it, then it, it starts to become a habitual pattern. So we're literally shifting a mindset and shifting a habitual pattern going from lack to fullness. And you know, it's interesting because in the Well Woman Life framework that I teach, the first step is awareness. You know, because if we're not aware, we, we're, we're, you know, spinning going, 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 going. Uh, I have all these analogies, but you know, a hamster on a wheel or just on the train, never being able to get off. And, and that little awareness, which is that question, what do I want in this moment? It brings you back into yourself and it creates that awareness that you need, which is what you need for the second stage in, in the framework that I teach, which is listen, deep listening and, and hearing that wisdom and that intuition. You're absolutely right online. This is exactly what we teach here as well. And I just call it simply 
just pause, just ask the question. And um, the more you get to know yourself, it's interesting working with women. Sometimes I ask the question, what is your dream like look like? And often the answer I get is, I don't know. And often the response I give is, yes, you do know. Mm. We all know. I remember as a little girl, being six, seven, starting to dream. I had a dream. And we all had a dream. If we go back and, like you said so beautifully, claim that dream, then it is possible to manifest it. But if we have lost our dream and we say, I don't know, that is the awareness that's lacking. So the pause, the question, it brings you to yourself to recognition that you do have a dream and you know what it is. And if you, that's the first step. If you know your dream, put it out in the universe, put enough effort, it has no choice but to manifest. I'm speaking with Zore Afsarsadeh, and Zore, I want to take just a couple of quick minutes to hear about your own background and your story of how you came to this country and started a business and, and are just so happily living and serving and being a part of this community. Well, I am from Iran originally, so I grew up in Iran till I was about 18. Right after high school, I came to United States for higher education. And uh, so I got a bachelor degree in business management. By then, the revolution happened in Iran, and there was really nowhere to go for me anymore. And America became my home. I got my citizenship eventually, and I started working uh, in different fields as a manager. After I graduated college, I did retail management, and I did restaurant management, and eventually I opened my own restaurant. I had that business for about uh, seven years, and then I took a break from business, and I actually started to uh, meditate and practice yoga and open the uh, meditation center in my home for about five years. And after I moved to Albuquerque, it was time to start something. And I wasn't really sure what that was, but somehow I was directed to open a yoga studio. And that is 21 years ago. And it was unlike any other business because truly it was more with the intention of service and creating a community. Since I lived in a foreign country, I truly needed a community. So truly, it was for selfish reasons. I needed a family, and I created that. And that's what High Desert Yoga is all about. It's a huge family that has lasted for 21 years, and it's continuing to grow. Yeah, we do create what we need in the world, don't we? Mm-hmm. I'm speaking with Zore Afsarsadeh. We'll be right back. This episode of The Well Woman Show is brought to you by Collective Action Strategies, supporting organizations that support women and families. And by Well Woman Life Movement Challenge Quiz, your resource for living your best life. If you're in burnout or major transition, this is your time to figure out what's holding you back from making the changes you need to make in order to live your fullest, most joyful life. The cause of all of our challenges, personal or professional, can actually be rooted in the lack of internal superpowers and or external supports. Our Well Woman Life Framework tells you which stage of the Well Woman Life Cycle you're in and what to do about it so you can truly live your best life. You can find out more at wellwomanlife.com slash quiz. 
I'm so thankful for support from Natural Awakenings Magazine in New Mexico, a monthly green, healthy lifestyle publication, and for support from High Desert Yoga, promoting optimum physical health, clarity of mind, and spiritual inspiration for all. I'm back with Zore Afsarsadeh, owner and founder of High Desert Yoga in Albuquerque, New Mexico. We're going into a segment called Superpowers for Success. So I want to ask you a few questions that will help really allow us to get to know you in a deeper way. And also, hopefully you can share some of your tips from your life with listeners that might help them in their lives. So the first question I have for you is, what does success in life mean for you? Success in life means living with joy and peace and ease. And when do you know that you have achieved that? I know I have achieved that because I'm living a joyous life. This is my dream life. I love to serve my community. I'm doing that. I have over 20 teachers. They all have been with me for a long time, for some almost 21 years now. So we have within community, we have another community of teachers that are like very close family. So we can all serve in harmony and peace and work under the same roof and be modeling this love and care, not only talking about it, but modeling it. I love to travel. So about 18 years ago, I came up with the idea of doing yoga retreats, and that allows me to travel all over the world uh, with my playmates, by uh, other like-minded people and so I am I am living my dream life truly nothing is lacking and for me I feel like this is the reason that I feel like I'm successful it's not the amount of money I make Uh, truly as a yoga teacher it's not about money Uh, although it's a huge industry but yoga teachers do not make a lot of money and it's not a lot of money that brings you joy and peace and ease so I feel like I have my dream life and if I can provide white advice or insight of how to do that to others, then I have accomplished what I'm here to do. Sorry, when did you know you were really good at what you do? I feel like when you can inspire others, when you can see that others are transforming and making a better life for themselves, uh, then you know you have accomplished something that's worthwhile. And I know that I am good at it. Why? Because it's been sustained for as long as it has. Okay, so I'm going to push back on you a little bit just because we've had a good conversation about internal and external and what you're describing is definitely more of the external validation of when you know you're good at something because other people are participating or responding. But was there a moment inside you when you just knew in your gut or in your heart, this is where I need to be and and then I'm really good at this? Um, Really, I think maybe the insight came early on when I opened the studio 21 years ago that this is not about running a business like any other business. This is different. And I remember coming to work and lighting up a candle in front of the altar in the studio and asking that the divine energy would come through me so that I could serve. And truly being humble and asking that may my ego be put aside so I can serve with love and the intention of service. And then everything started to flow. Everything came with ease. Truly, for me, ease that I feel inside my own skin is an indication that 
that all is well and what I'm doing, I'm on the right path. So I think that's where it is daily feeling the ease and the peace inside of my own skin. And truly with age, I'm 62 years old. I'm even much more at ease now than in when I was in my 30s or 20s. Uh, so the wisdom that comes also with age is something that I'm really very grateful. I know who I am. I know what I'm doing. And I feel like truly I'm on the right path. Okay, Zori, can you describe a personal habit that contributes to your well-being? I, I can guess that yoga is probably part of that. But do you have something else that you do that may surprise people that, that you do every day that really contributes to your well-being? Um, of course, my yoga, meditation, quiet time is very important to me. I am definitely into the habit of eating healthy. I'm not a purist, so I do also do normal things like others, have a glass of wine once in a while, have a cold beer in a hot summer. Um, I do take walks. I love to walk. I also really, really like bike riding. So as much as possible, I go for long bike rides in the Bosque, and I feel like all of those contribute to my well-being. What superpower did you discover you had only to realize it was there all the time? I think, I think the joy, I think my superpower is truly my joy. And I feel like I never lost it in so many ways. I'm still a little girl. I'm 62 years old, but I'm still very much of a little girl. But was there a time when, when you weren't connected to it and then you, you reconnected as an adult or was it just sort of always there? I think it was always there, but it's only when I lost it that I regained it and I recognized what it was. Like, many of us do. I did have a period of time that was very harsh uh, after a divorce and not having work and literally not even having a place to stay and had to depend on my family members to support me. And I dropped into a depression. And so going downward in that dark cloud of depression and really losing my connection to joy and to be able to climb back up, uh, which took a about a year or so. But uh, when I did come out of depression and little by little, I start to again, find my path to ease and joy um, is when I thought I am going to hold on really hard, whatever it takes so that I don't spiral down anymore. But sometimes you have to lose it all to come back and recognize what you have and how important little things in life are to be able to go for a walk around the block and feel the air and feel joy in your heart. Um, so sometimes the baby steps uh, that we take to come back to our own self, to our own um, joy, um, to our own well-being, uh, to the harmony that is within us, and also to our connection to that divine. It doesn't matter what religion, uh, to that universal energy. I feel like that connection for me is also quite important, knowing that there is something bigger than me, and knowing that I can connect to that energy daily, even if it's for a short time, even if it's for a few moments to reaffirm that connection. Yeah, it's so powerful. Just in terms of the timeline, uh, 
you've had your yoga studio since your early 40s. When did that depression happen? Was that in your 30s or was that after? Um, actually, I was in my 20s. Okay. I, that was after my first marriage. So I was about 25 when I got divorced. I was about 20 when I got married. And so Okay. That's... I just want to, for, for people listening, because I, I think when we have these big life changes it, in the moment, it seems like it's never going to end. And and sometimes it does take months and a few years to to get through it. But um, as Zoray just explained, you know, this happened in her 20s. Um, and then by the time you were 40, you were building your dream life, truly. So, it, it, you know, it. I just want to point that out for people who are sitting there thinking, when is that going to happen for me? <laughs> Yes, I think it will happen sometimes. I feel like, you know, the self-effort is one of our wings. And then the grace, that higher energy to really rely on that as well is our other wing. And unless we have two wings, we cannot fly. Um, And it's very difficult when you're depressed and when you're down uh, to gain both of those, to gain trust to that higher power and to have the energy to put into that self-effort. Okay, I have a couple of more questions and we're running out of time, so I'm going to ask them quickly. Um, What advice would you give your 25-year-old self? Ah, wow. Um, I think I would say be patient, keep on dreaming. Okay, and what is your greatest challenge as a leader and what makes a good leader? I think the um, uh, biggest challenge is to create harmony and true love among among ourselves. Um, So oftentimes I feel like, you know, bringing everybody back on the same page that why are we here? Uh, Bringing harmony and when there is a conflict to really sit with it and see how we can resolve it. So um, um, I think that's the hardest part of any job, um, creating harmony between people. So that will start with our teachers in the smaller circle and then within the community. Okay, and last question, well actually a couple quick questions. Do you um do you identify as a feminist, Zori? Um I would say yes. Um, because I feel like not only we're equal to men, but we're more evolved than men. Truly, I believe in that. And uh, so if that means I'm a feminist, yes, I am. Okay, and last question, on a light note, what are you reading right now? What's on your nightstand? Um, I am a big believer of reading... reading the material that is uplifting and allows you to contemplate. So right now I'm reading a book uh, by a meditation master, Swami Muhtananda, called Play of Consciousness. Okay, we'll link to that and um, and also to High Desert Yoga in our show notes at wellwomanlife.com slash radio. Thank you so much for being on the show, Zoray. Thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed myself. That's it for our show today. Remember, if you need support to live your Well Woman life, head over to wellwomanlife.com slash Facebook to join us.
Our monthly live event, Well Women Drinks, brings women together to share our successes and challenges as women, leaders, moms, aunts, sisters, and all the other roles we carry. If you'd like to attend a Well Women Drinks near you, or if there isn't one in your city yet and you'd like to start one, email info at wellwomanlife.com. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment and subscribe in iTunes and leave a review. This helps raise visibility, which is super helpful when it comes to producing the show every week. For feedback, comments, or just to let me know you were listening today, find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Well Woman Life. I'm Giovanna Rossi for The Well Woman Show. Until next time, have a super powerful week.